Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of It's Raining Cats and Dogs. I'm Mackenzie. I'm Melissa. And I'm Kara. Today we're going to be talking about the different types of pets that you can have other than cats and dogs, depending on your free time and your available space, and the type of, or how much money you want to put into it. So first we're going to start out by just talking about some of the smaller animals that you can have, like a goldfish, or you know, a hamster, or... Uh, a guinea pig or even a bird because you know those are the types of animals that don't need a whole lot of maintenance and uh, you can virtually keep them anywhere you know if you have a little bit of empty space on top of a you know like a counter or whatnot you can keep your small animals there yeah and if um, you're gone every weekend whatever you can get a snake because those only need to fed once a week which I think those yeah. are absolutely gross, but whatever. Or Some you could get, like snakes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or you could get um, a bird or what was another one that we said? A fish. fish a fish. Are, fish are. You really could get easy. a fish. Fish are really, handle. really good starter pets, especially for younger kids yeah. or if your family is new to having animals in the house because they just they're really low maintenance and they're not very expensive and they don't sting yeah yeah and they're a great accessory like even in a kitchen or in a living room or in a kid's bedroom and it can teach kids responsibility slowly and you guys can always before you get a bigger to a bigger before you get a bigger pet animal that takes more responsibility but don't get a cat with a fish because i that might not work out very yeah, good <laughs> i don't think so. you've ever watched yeah. tom and jerry yeah, yeah. or a duck uh cat in the hat or whatever yeah yeah um i, I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah um or you could get um if you're more active and stuff like that um you could get a horse or whatever horses they take a lot of time and responsibility carry you have a bunch of horses. Uh, yeah, so I got my first horse when I was three and a half. But keep in mind, my family lived on a huge farm, and my grandpa is a beef cattle farmer and had always had horses and mules and donkeys and stuff. So don't just jump right in and get your three and a half year old a horse. But um, horses yeah, take if your a daughter's while. like, hey, I want a pony. Don't don't get yeah, a pony. Think about never it. Had another think about it a before. lot first because. Horses are really, really expensive, especially depending on um, if they're really, like, kid broke and stuff. So you can end up spending a lot more money than people think when buying a horse and yeah. feed and all of the equipment used. Um, you got to think a saddle is a couple hundred dollars on top of everything else you need. And um, living spaces for horses are just a lot more than buying a goldfish tank or right. something. I mean, you got to yeah. build it a pen and a shed or a barn or something. Yeah, horses are a lot different than other out- types of outside, like, livestock because horses just are – they're kind of sensitive, in my opinion, to the outdoor, like, colder weather and, you know, yeah. hot weather, you know, especially and fences. And yeah, vet bills and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you just got to – think a lot more um when getting a bigger animal and something that needs a lot of attention I mean day-to-day attention Mm -hmm. and training and just because you buy a horse kid broke and you spend all this money doesn't mean it's gonna stay kid broke if you just leave it out there and never go um give it attention and keep riding it and training it it's a lifelong commitment or at least until the animal dies or you get rid of it 
Right. But and especially if you have younger kids, you don't want to buy a green horse because obviously it's yeah, that would not, not going to well. turn out good for anyone. So, but even you could have. I know a lot of people are starting to get like goats or like pygmy goats because they're they're smaller and some people think oh they're just like dogs well I mean goats are still outside animals and you still have to clean them after them you still have to feed them you still have to water them you still have to pay for their medical bills and you know things like that and fencing and housing so and people are getting those pigs the as pets pigs, that, pigs. that keep them inside which that, that's good for you you know um, but I think it takes <laughs> a lot more work than people assume when yeah. getting them mm-hmm. and I feel like most people, when they get one of those potbelly pigs, even outdoor, they end up getting rid of it. And yeah. same with goats. I've raised a lot of goats, and I think yeah. they need a lot more attention than what people think. Right. They think they can just have their kids go out and pet them, and they feed them once a day. But really, uh, they need a lot of training and attention for them, you guys to yeah. create that bond, or else goats will really just hide in a corner. Yeah. And I think... People go into getting those pigs and the goats and even I've seen people getting baby cattle and Mm -hmm. then once they get bigger they're like oh well we just wanted the baby part so they get rid of it yeah and a lot I think that is the problem with a lot of people they see you know like oh I want a puppy or I want you know I I just want the baby I just want it when it's small well you know then they're not going to stay a puppy forever you know they're only going to be so small for so long and I just you know, you need to think about, you know, what you want. Because it's not fair to the animal. Like we've said in the other episodes, it's not fair to the animal for you to not have time for it or for you to drop not it want it. Right, whatever. yeah. People don't, do yeah. that all the time. It's crazy. They'll drop off yeah. a dog or a cat just because it, it grew up and wasn't a puppy or a kitten anymore, which is devastating that people do that. Yeah. I think people just need to kind of think more, especially when getting those bigger animals. I'm not saying getting a fish and neglecting it is not a big deal because you should always not neglect any kind of animal, no matter how big. But I think people these days are trying to see all of these. They go to fair and they see all the livestock animals Mm -hmm. and all the 4-H animals and they think, oh, we want this for our kids. And then they end up regretting it. Or the money. It's, It's... it's not, not worth, worth it. it. It's really not because at the end of the day, you know, most of those, most livestock animals get sold or they're, you know, yeah, either sold to someone else or sold to a slaughterhouse because, you know, those, most livestock animals are used for meat or some type of other product. So you don't want to have your kids, especially when they're young, because it is kind of traumatic on younger kids to, you know, lose something that's close to them, obviously. So I just think that, I mean, even because, you know, if you go to a fair, you can win like a rabbit or, you know, you can win a goldfish at the ring toss or whatever. And that kid just thinks that it's, you know, the best thing that's ever happened to him. And then usually those animals are pretty sick whenever they're taken to fairs. And, you know, you get home the next week and the fish or the rabbit's dead and uh, the kid's uh, pretty upset about it. So... I don't know. I just, I feel like people need to think more about it money-wise, space-wise, and commitment-wise of what they can handle because not, even if you're a great family who would take amazing care of a Mm -hmm. new puppy or of a pot-belly pig or whatever Mm -hmm. you decide to get, um, I think what if you're an active family and you go away or your kids play sports and you travel a lot right or you go away on business a lot not just saying you're not a good 
person by taking care of your animal, but if you're gone a lot, you have to think of what you're going to do with the animal. Like, do you have someone that can watch it on the weekends? Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to put it in a kennel every yeah. weekend? Yeah, and, that, gonna and putting someone, it in, yeah. like, kennels and stuff is, that's going to add up to be a bunch of money. And if you, mm-hmm. like, are gone all the time, I highly would not suggest getting, like, a dog or a cat yeah. or anything like that because those dogs and cats just want attention and everything like yeah. that. And next cats thing I know maybe it, not so much. Sometimes cats are. Well, cats yeah, can be sometimes kind of flighty. Yeah. But oh my gosh! Because one minute you know the cat's you know, curled up with you, and then the next it's the farthest it can be yeah. away from you. Has anyone had a hairless cat? No, I've never. I have not, but I know someone who has yeah. a hairless cat. I, I guess that'd be good for so allergy. Aller- yeah. Like if you had like you know you're allergic to like the hair of the cat or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But no. I don't know. I guess it would be kind of. I weird. just like cats with fur. Yeah. yeah. I don't like think I would like cats. petting a cat with just. Would they, skin. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I, I guess I don't know, like the, uh, like the mate, like the grooming maintenance yeah. on that because I'm like, do you have to? Like, I'd say you would have to like get some kind of like special like lotion. Or I, something. That's yeah. what I was kind of thinking because so you obviously don't want to. And in the, the winter, winter word, I don't really yeah. know. Like in the winter, like because that's kind of the same thing with like pigs and stuff because pigs will get sunburned yeah. like they're if they're outside. Oh yeah, I never thought and, about the uh, sun. Yeah, it's yeah. That's why you need to have your pets. You know, if it's like really hot, don't don't keep your pets outside because. You know, like concrete on a dog's paw or like a cat's paw, it's like it. I mean, if it hurts your feet, kind of, if you're walking barefoot outside, I mean, it's obviously gonna hurt your dog's feet. Oh, the saddest thing, I was at work last summer, and there was this, there was this boy. Oh, I was there too. And there was this boy, and he was like at least like eleven years old, twelve, and he had this beautiful husky. Um, Gorgeous. It was in the middle of summer. It was so I'd say hot it was outside. Like, June or July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was probably July. And this dog, this guy had this dog, and it was a husky. And it had long, thick fur. And, of course, this dog was just panting and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And this kid came in asking for, like, food and if he ha- if he could have a water for his dog. And the cops had to come and everything like that. And I'm pretty sure, didn't they have to take the dog away from the kid or something like that? Because um, the dog had such bad burns on its paws. I think they oh, ended up, like, outside. taking it somewhere yeah. to get it treated because it was so It was so dehydrated, and, yeah. I mean, it was bad, bad. Yeah. And I just remember, I felt so bad because that little boy obviously had some family issues or some living issues and stuff right. like that. And so he meant so well for that dog, but yeah. I mean, who know he could have found it on the road. I mean, beautiful yeah. husky, but I just felt so bad. We ended up feeding the boy and yeah. giving him some food to go. Yeah. And we gave the dog some food, I remember, like some scraps but and stuff, and gave him a bunch of water and stuff. But for his paws were awful. Summer, the blacktop is like 20 degrees hotter than what it is outside. outside to, yeah. So usually you're supposed to put the back of your hand on it and hold it for five seconds. And if it burns, then it's way too hot for your dog Yeah. Um, or cat I mean, or anything. They even make, I've actually seen, because I know a lot of dogs don't really like to have like like clothes on them or anything. They don't my like dogs the shoes. I put socks on my dog one time. Yes, I found dog socks. They had like traction on them. <laughs> and I don't know, they were really cute. So I bought them. They were like $5 at TJ Maxx. But anyway, <laughs> so I get these socks and I put them on my corgi and he's like trying to like, he's like ripping them off and he yeah. couldn't get the back ones off. 
So he's just like kind of flipping his back feet up whenever he was walking. <laughs> but I mean, if your dog like isn't you know bothered by wearing shoes, shoes I guess, <laughs> or socks whenever it's hot outside, they I pretty sure that they make like you know like heat protected like shoes for your dogs. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the rule of thumb for um, dogs going on blacktop or concrete or any kind of solid ground that could be hot, I feel like rule of thumb is if you wouldn't walk on it barefoot, don't make your dog walk on it barefoot. Yeah. Um, And don't leave your animals in the car in the middle of summer. Oh, my God. Or your kids, because I I don't know why people get the idea that they can do that. If you're not going to take your dog into the store or outside with you, don't take it with you. Just leave it it at home. Yeah. Or, I mean, I've seen, you know, people leave the windows down. Then, you know, that's kind of prone to, like, someone maybe taking your dog. Or it jumping out yeah. and yeah. end up or getting hit, hit on the right. road or in the parking lot. Like, right. just don't take your dog. Your dog probably doesn't want to go anyway. <laughs> yeah. And if you're going to, like, a rural king or a pet land and yeah. you're going to buy it something, like, and yeah. you want to take it, go ahead. But if you're going to, like, Walmart or... um Kroger or somewhere the dog isn't or allowed even if to go just, with right. you. Or like if you're running in somewhere like real quick, I just and you know you bring your dog along. I just, I just leave it at home. I'm sure yeah. you have a lot better <laughs> of a day than sitting in a hot car all day right. or a cold car. Yeah. Or it'll yeah. just not end up well. So. Um, and in the summer and stuff, I see a lot of people will put their dogs or whatever. In the back of their truck beds and just like leave them there while they're driving and that yeah. is so beyond dangerous and so many dogs die each year from being in the bed of a truck yeah because you yeah. get rear-ended and that dog is just gonna go flying yeah so yeah highly don't re- recommend that um but back on the story of like different pets other than dogs and cats and stuff um I've never had a bird, but I think a bird would be actually a good pet. Um, yeah, I kind of, I think it'd be kind of. My sister has fun. a bird, and I feel like they're still just like chill. Yeah. Unless like you yeah. have one that just like talks, talks, talks the whole time. All the time. Oh, we have a little, like a pizza like, yeah. parakeet thing, and my sister does, and they're pretty. I mean, I'd say they're moderate <clears throat> when we're talking about low and high maintenance. I mean, obviously a fish is going to be less maintenance than a bird, right. but obviously a dog or a cat or any livestock animal yeah. is going to or be even more maintenance. Like... Yeah, is going to be more than a bird. But a bird, you just have to make sure it's got some clean water, some food, clean cage, mm-hmm. get it out sometimes, pet it, and play with it. They yeah. do um, like to have some toys in their cages. And um, yeah. I know my sister has this little like playground thing. Not, like, big, like, you're probably thinking it's, like, a foot tall and a couple feet <laughs> wide. But it's just got, like, little ladder and, like, a little yeah. swing. And they it literally sits there and will play on it forever. So you just got to get it out and um, get it used to everything and get it yeah. exercised. But honestly, yeah, with a bird, with like, if we go on vacation or a long weekend, birds, you can put some food and water in it and fill it up once a week, and they're fine. And yeah. so... That's why I think they're more on the low maintenance is uh-huh. because we don't have to have someone come and take care of it yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, all animals obviously can kind of fend for themselves, especially yeah. like dogs and cats, just because, I mean, maybe not if it's a smaller inside dog, but mm-hmm. like the bigger outside dogs, 
you know, they're gonna, if there's, you know, if they can't find anything to eat or if they're like a stray, they're gonna go, you know, try to find something because, or, you know, any type of animal obviously also needs exercise no matter how big or how small. Mm -hmm. Because exercise is key to happy, healthy dog. Yep. Um, I know that gerbils or hamsters or whatever were like, good pets to get if like you're not really home all the time but like still kind of home um but I used to have me and my stepsister used to have little hamsters or gerbils or the really small things and those things were so freaking mean and they just <laughs> bit my hand all the time and all I did was just try to hold it and love on it and it just yeah. bit me so um I really wouldn't suggest that to like a little little kid maybe mm-hmm. like a teenager because they actually hurt really bad yeah but they're i guess a good pet they're oh they're an okay pet all right get. the next thing we want to talk about um with you guys is like with different kinds of pets and stuff what you should do for like long weekends or vacation and stuff like that and just the what you should do with each type of animal and um being responsible and stuff so with a fish obviously um, you could probably leave it if you're going away for the weekend feed it pretty good and you're good and they make also like little food dispensers so if you're gone for like a week or like two weeks you might want to like look into getting one of those they're on like timers and stuff yeah and just make sure like their bowl is i'd say they're like twenty dollars like yeah you can even buy those water filter things that just you know circulates out the bad water filters and so with fish like not a big deal go on vacation have fun kind of thing um with mostly any other animal like i said a bird you can pretty much go Uh for about my our bird can go for about a week without running out of food and um, they keep their water pretty clean, honestly. Mm-hmm. So as long yeah. as you fill it up, they don't eat or drink very much. So mm-hmm. you're good on that. But um, with a lot of other animals, I feel like people think it's okay if they're away every other weekend to just stick it in its cage and stuff. But really, especially with dogs, like you really can't do that necessarily you need to find a house sitter or a dog sitter and take your dog to their house and make sure they're comfortable and that can be expensive though because my sister she lives in grove city and they have this one kid who will always watch their little um dog whenever they're on vacation and such and they're going to be going on um vacation this summer and before that they went to london and they were only gone for five days and he charged them almost like seven hundred bucks just to watch that yeah. one dog. And for even that if you take like your dog or your, you know, your cat or your other animal like to the to a kennel or something, they're obvious. Cause I have a friend, and every time we would go to like softball tournaments, or they were always on vacation, always, always gone, and they would take their dog to the kennel, and they were just spending so much money taking yeah. this dog. I feel like which, it's almost worth it to. Um, Money wise, I think a sitter or um, especially someone that you trust, even a and family you know friend, a good, good yeah. or right, like one of your teenager's friends can come in a couple times a day that can drive, or even a family friend or someone in your community that you trust. I'm sure it won't be as much, yeah. As and I know dogs at kennels they can get sick from like the other dogs, so that right. would really stress me out because yeah. they can get like this, especially if you have like a newer you know a puppy 
or an older dog, they're, they tend to get uh, sicker faster. But, you know, we just, throughout this podcast, we want to, you know, stress, like, animal, you know, welfare, because we just, we want all animals to be able to, you know, live the life that they are intended to live, you know, that's happy and healthy and with a good owner, and that's, you know, because ultimately I think pets care for us and that sometimes we need pets more than yeah, and they like, need us. A pet like a pet's only a part of our lives for such like a little bit of time but like we're their whole entire life. Yeah. And they like, can make, make such make a big good. impact on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also we just wanted to inform you guys on like um the responsibility and we just want everyone to be aware of what they're getting into with each of these different pets and don't get in over your head. And um because we want you guys to have a pet that suits your family, and we want your guys' pets to fit right in and mm-hmm. not be a burden but a joy right. in your yeah. guys' life. Yeah. So um, we hope that you guys have learned some stuff. Yep. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks for joining in. Bye.